So Lee, when you talk about your recovery, there are plenty of times when you mention how important prayer has been to you. And maybe you and I have a bit of a difference in terms of how we understand this, but let's talk about it. So do you want to share some of what it has been for you to pray? Yes, and I, I think I think prayer means different things to probably every single individual. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's such a personal thing, I think. But um, so what does it mean to me? It, you know, honestly, it's evolved over time. So it's morphed what it what it means and and mm-hmm. how I do it. Um, in in early recovery, it very much was supplication. So in early recovery, it was. I can't do this. I need help. You know, please God help me. And I'm, you know, at your feet begging for mercy kind of thing. (laughs) And, and, um, and it helped me a lot. It helped me to somehow believe that I was reaching out to something bigger than me for help. And, um, and I got it all the time. I always got, got some kind of help, whether it was a message in in my mind, you know, or an idea just, or an intuitive thought, um, or something just turned out. Okay. And, and not everything always turned out. Okay. Things didn't always turn out. Okay. As a result of prayer, sometimes I lost the job or the the relationship or whatever, but I was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, today prayer is uh, what I feel like I'm doing is um, some sort of a communication with the flow of the universe. So oftentimes prayer for me really is literally just going from my head to my heart and sitting in communication with the flow of the universe from a heart space about whatever is on my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes there's a question. Sometimes there's an ask. I'm struggling. Please help me. I'm feeling um, pissed off at this person. Please take this away from me. I don't like this feeling, you know, or I'm holding on to a resentment or um, I, I see that I'm, that I've got issues as a result of some stuff that happened in childhood. Please help me with that. You know, send me resources. What do I need to do? Um, so it's more like for me when I'm feeling uh, powerless or helpless, um, it's just a, a place. I don't even know who or what I'm praying to, but I just feel like I'm connecting on some level to a universal flow of energy that tends to bring me uh, results in, yeah, in, yeah. in a million different ways. And also Prayer can be just thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's always from this heart space. Yeah, yeah. So very important that it's from the heart space. And, and you noticed how uh, early on it was more of asking for something bigger than you to give you something that you couldn't have. But then over time, it got transformed. And so uh, in the way that you then describe it, it's something that does not require for that to be an omnipotent God who can give you anything. But, uh, and that's where probably my conception of 
prayer, which is not religious, which does not depend on the existence of a God, is probably somewhat similar uh, in the sense that it's the moment, uh, as you describe, of shifting from being in your head, of shifting from being in your will uh, into your heart, which means your vulnerability. And noticing and expressing and allowing yourself to feel how much you want something uh, and you don't have any known way of making it happen. It's not something where you say, well, if I only do this and that, it will happen easy. But there is that sense of, I want it so much. And it's almost painful to see how much you want it and you don't have it, but opening up to it. And that moment of honesty about how much you want it um, and, you know, very much in your heart is something that brings um, in itself maybe a sense of peace about it. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. But the point is not necessarily that it will work or that the the moment of prayer, the moment of uh, contemplation, that moment of mindful connection, of heartful connection, is not a magic recipe for making something happen. It's just maybe for finding some kind of a peace um, about the struggle. Mm -hmm. I want it. I don't know if I will have it, but in some way. Uh, it will feel better having owned how much I want it. Yeah. I think for me too, being in that heart space, um, and I sometimes say the the place of love, um, it's a relaxing place to be. And from that place, creativity emerges for me. Mm. So a creative thought, an intuitive idea, um, just you know, or a recognition that it's okay, regardless of whether the thing happens or not. I don't know, but it's, it tends to be a, a place of relaxing creativity as opposed to when I'm in my head and I'm begging for this thing that I really want. It's not, it's, it's stress. It's, it's a closed space as opposed to the heart being an open space, a, a place, a space of creativity and reception and receiving the head is just a clamp down shut. <laughs> Right, right. So I have this image as you talk that, uh, you know, one is uh, kind of tight and grasping and, uh, uh, you know, tense. I got it. I want to have it. And the other is ah, more um, expansive, more, you know, settling and that sense of, OK, there's an allowing and uh, an allowing that is uh, related to a sense of connection. I'm not alone, not just people, but the, the universe is a is is potentially a friendly place. Yeah. And I can, you know, just open up and there is a receptivity there. And in that receptivity, it's possible to notice or to allow things that come up and to to notice them as opposed to simply not being aware of them. Yes. Yes, because from that, from that, um, what did you say? You said it beautifully. The, the tightness, the tightness of the head and the, you know, um, trapped, I guess, place of, you know, when my mind is going, I'm not thinking 
I'm usually not thinking loving thoughts about how I'm going to. <laughs> I'm usually planning and plotting and manipulating. And, you know, if I say this and they'll do that, or, you know, if I do this, maybe the job, you know, I, I don't know, but, but from the heart, it's just relaxing and I can let things flow and let the ideas come and try on thoughts and ideas, um, let mold them um, over. So, so that's really nice as you're talking this way, what you're describing is something about prayer, not being about the words, but about finding an inner place that is your relationship with the universe. And that inner place is not grasping, is not calculating, is not, you know, rapacious, is not, um, you know, I need to have it or else. But, ah, there's more that shifting back to the heart, feeling connected, and a sense of relative calm about it. And that allows for that opening. Yes. That opening that obviously, you know, at that moment, you can say that the experience is being connected to something larger, you know, in a very, very down to earth way that when you're uptight, and, uh, you know, tense, you know, the, the sense of self is very narrow. And either I have this or I don't. And oh, it, everything is very, very narrow. And then there is that sense of opening. And that sense of opening is not just that there is something larger, but I am something larger because I'm experiencing myself as something larger. And I'm connected to thoughts, feelings, ideas, senses, uh, you know, experiences that I wouldn't be if I were as tight. Yeah. Also, just a, a final thought, I guess, or something to add to that is, is I have a sense of I am a part of something as opposed to separate from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that heart space um, and that that's what prayer does for me. It gives me a sense of connection to, and there's no need to define what. Yeah. To a separate entity that's all alone on an island and, you know, desperate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that sense of very, that experience of, it's not just, uh, it's not just an idea, but that the experience, you, you, mm. you experience yourself, you feel yourself as being connected, part of something larger as opposed to alone. And, and I really want to emphasize there of how, you know, uh, we can put different concepts in it. And I have no quibble with people who experience this as saying it's my connection to God. But I think what's really important is to say that, you know, that's a concept, connection to God. But the experience can be also a very powerful, very real experience for somebody who does not believe in God, because it's actually a very human experience of what happens when we are able to untighten and to kind of open up and then you know there is that sense of being larger and being part of something larger so that's an experience it's not a concept 100 and you know i've actually spoken to recently i spoke to um a man who is a, a, a relatively newly ordained i'm not even sure if that's the correct word rabbi Mm-hmm. And he's very religious. And we were discussing this exact same thing and we were on the exact same page. So what we're talking about isn't um, 
isn't separate from religion either. You know, like someone could be very religious and the same con the same thing we're talking about applies or it could be, um, you know, atheist or just agnostic or just have no sense of, of a higher power at all and this still works. So this, this isn't about religion or non-religion. It's, it's like you said, it's about experience. Yeah. yeah. And sitting yeah. and sitting with self. In a, in a heart and love space as opposed to, yeah. 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 An intense head space. <laughs> the opposite of prayer. Right, 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 right. Yeah, finding that space. Yeah. Mm. To find out more about the Proactive 12 Steps, see the website proactive12steps.com. Please send us your comments and suggestions through the feedback form at proactive12steps.com slash feedback.